Elvis is done. It's time for After Elvis. This is Max. <laughs> we have lots to talk about uh, today. Uh, Tyra Banks, she admits, the beautiful, beautiful Tyra Banks admits years ago she had a nose job. Should she be ashamed of that? I don't think so. We'll get into that. Also, Anna Ferris, of course, just divorced Chris Pratt. Now she's saying she never, ever believed in marriage. So who should? That and more. It's After Elvis. This is iHeartRadio's After Elvis. Yes, he's a schnauzer. <laughs> I, it, I hate people. I love my Schnauzer. <laughs> Look at him. He's like ready, camera ready. He's Massive ready to man. go. He's a good boy. And they say owners do resemble their, their dog pups. <laughs> uh, it's after Elvis today, of course, the lovely Danielle. It's her birthday today. Thank you. Happy birthday, my sweetheart. I had a great sweetheart. day. Love you. My little sister. Also, our buddy Froggy's up from Miami. He joins us on After Elvis. Have you done an After Elvis before? I have done one a long time ago. This is the first one You didn't in a do while. one yesterday? No, I didn't do one yesterday. Well, you're slacking. You come up here and slack. No, I stayed here to do one yesterday, and then Andrew told me he didn't need me. He oh, asked okay. me to come back today, well, so let's I did. Let's do one right now. Yes. Let's, let's, let's pump one out. So here we go. Uh, look at this guy. He worked in the Howard University Financial Aid Department. His name is Tyrone. He stole right around a half million dollars from Howard University. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I know. And, of course, he went online and he posted all the fun stuff he did. He went on glamorous vacations. He bought all sorts of clothes. Look, he's in a fur coat. Oh, man. So not only did he steal the money, but he didn't hide it. No. He went out and lived the like this extravagant lifestyle. Which is really wow. dumb, by the way. Well, yeah, one would say that. Did Both he get ways. arrested eventually? Yeah, you no, know, he's caught. He's okay. busted. <laughs> so the question is, even though it's not a half a million dollars, have we stolen? Do we all steal from our company every day? Do I, you? And you just really don't connect it as stealing? Yeah, because it's like a f- couple of file folders, a couple of pens. Somebody said they stole a toilet paper. Who would steal that yeah, from Yeah, No, this is one plot. You get pushed through on this stuff it's here. Like I don't want that. It's like peeing on your hands. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'll tell you what I have stolen is... Uh, reams of paper because I need to print stuff out at home, so I just take reams of paper home. So at this point, I'm probably a good twenty or thirty cases of paper in that I owe the company. Don't admit that. Well, but keep in mind, keep in mind, our company has how many employees? We have tens yeah. of thousands of employees. So if we're all stealing reams of paper and files and this and that, it's yeah. going to add up to at least several hundred grand a year. That's wow. a lot of money. I feel bad now. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> But this guy was out, I mean, living a crazy, cash-filled, glamorous life. Yeah, I can't believe he was dumb enough to post about it on Facebook and Instagram, posting pictures in, like, fur coats. It's like, did he think nobody was going to catch on to that? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so when you're stealing, make sure you uh, keep it off your social media, huh? And don't steal the toilet paper. Not worth it. No. As Daniel says, it's like peeing on your hand. We do have really bad toilet (laughs) paper. It's horrible. So as you know, and and Daniel's been keeping us up to date on the Anna, uh, Anna Ferris, Chris Pratt story, they are divorced. And she's now saying that all the good stuff we saw in their marriage wasn't real. It was yeah. a lie. She said, you know, you always put your best foot forward on Instagram, which we all know, and we, we've heard that before. So she said, I was putting this marriage on Instagram that wasn't real. I was portraying us as this happy couple, and that really wasn't the case. I think people need to realize that. I think that's a lot of what social media is. Like, for example, I had a, uh, some friends of mine that moved. And they had been in their house like two or three days, and all of a sudden she posted a picture for cooking breakfast in this new house. And so I called him. I'm like, man, it's amazing you guys are in. He sent me the picture from behind the other way. It was still boxes everywhere. <laughs> there you so go. It's you just what, saw what was in the yeah. frame. Right. And I think that's a lot of, you see all the positive stuff and what people want to paint their life to be on social media. Daniel, come here. That's not what well, it really truly is. Okay, so you're only going to post pictures of you getting along with your significant other. Like, right. Hi. Oh, look. Going? Look how but cute what, they are. What if we also did equal time and show <laughs> pictures of us fighting like. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. See? <laughs> 
Nobody does that. Social no, media. You're not, you're not going to see that on social media. No. We, no. Look, you know what? I like to put my uh, food that I cook on social media. Do I put the crap that I burn no. on social media? No. And I arrange it so it looks beautiful before I take a picture of right. it. She just wants to know, does she believe in a in something more than just a partnership? Yeah. She believes in partnership. Anna says she is a romantic. She believes in companionship. But the ceremony, the wedding, and the marriage, she doesn't She doesn't think she's going to do mm. that anymore. All right. That's so up to her. The reason I bring this up is Froggy is happily married. Yep. Danielle is happily married. Yes. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not at a yet. point in my life where I could be married like that. Right. We're, we're talking about it. Are right? you really? You know that. Okay. So I want to hear from the married people. The pros and cons. Oh my gosh, there's so many pros and I mean, there's, okay, well, don't I be think social media. Be the, give me some I cons. I think there's more pros to me. See, I love, I love coming home at night and knowing that he's there, knowing that we have this future together, knowing that even if I have a shitty day at work or I have a shitty day, whatever, I'm going to come home and he's still going to make me laugh and he's still going to pick up the pieces. Plus, you have kids. That's Plus another kids. another great reason oh. uh, to. Uh, Get married as well if you have kids yeah, in your They're future. gonna love me no matter what. Are there bad days? Of course. Do we fight? Of course. Do the kids drive you nuts? Of course. But yeah. there's more good days than there are bad days. I would agree with that. I, I think having life is great, but you need somebody to share it with. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy sharing the good and even the bad with my wife. For yeah. example, when I come here and I'm by myself, I enjoy coming here, but I enjoy coming here more when I'm with Lisa. I don't see it as a, a way to get away from her. When I went to uh, Germany to see our ship, Norwegian Bliss. I wanted so bad for Lisa to be with me so she could see those things. You want to yeah. share those moments. Yeah. yeah, so I love sharing good and, and even the when I have a bad day, like Danielle says, going home to somebody and just having that companion that you know no matter how bad your day is and how bad things have gone, there's going to be somebody that's on your side. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, uh, my concern is independence. Uh, both Alex and I are really into our independence. Right. But we're into also being together. We find that the times we're together are better because we have independent moments. Right. So we're kind of just rethinking about if we are married, what does that mean? How can we be independent and maybe live? You know, I heard a term the other day called bed divorce, where couples couples are divorcing bedtime. Right. I love you. You're my husband. You're my wife. But bedtime, I'm not sleeping in the same room. Right. Whether it's stretching out or snoring or whatever it is, you don't sleep so well. People, that's a lot of that going Uh, on. There's two master, a friend of ours has two master bedrooms in their house. One sleeps in one, one sleeps in the other. After they do the nasty. Things I need need to consider. They do that on the kitchen counter. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's get into Tyra Banks. She admits that she had a nose job years and years ago in the very early days of her uh, modeling career. Why is this a big deal? Well, that's the question. I had one, whatever. Right? Yeah, I had one in the beginning days of my modeling career. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that years ago, if you went in for uh, the... Rhinoplasty. Well, okay, rhinoplasty. You would you would try to keep it a, a secret, but people would see it. Why are you shaking? Yeah. Maxie, man, he didn't no, need a nose job. Okay, nose so as far as my surgery I had, yeah. I had my, uh, what's it called? Gastric. The, the, yeah, the gastric bypass. sleeve. Yeah. Oh. Not a bypass, but a sleeve. Where they basically took out three quarters of my stomach. Mm-hmm. I lost a ton of weight. Right. And I was I was proud of it. I wanted to talk about this this change I made yeah. to my body. And 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 I had nothing to hide. But years ago, when this surgery first came out, celebrities would have it done. They wouldn't tell anyone. Oh, of course. Right. Star Jones, I believe, is a good example. Yeah. Of someone who said she just went away on vacation and came back 140 pounds <laughs> less. Well, okay, I'll tell you. After that, I had a lot of low hanging skin here. I went in. Had a little facelift done. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to talk about it. Right. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. No. But so 
Should Tyra Banks be so insecure about the fact she had a nose job? No. I, I think, think so. nowadays it's so common. It's not like it's taboo. Everyone's doing something or sticking Botox here and this there. And I, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just think that if, if there's something about your body that you're not comfortable with, whether it's your face, your like you did with, with your chin or whatever it is, whatever you don't like, if there's a way you can get it fixed and it makes you happier right, with yourself and when you look in the mirror. you happy, not right. for someone else. No, for you. If right. you look in the mirror and you say, you know what, I like me better like this, then more power to you. Do mm-hmm. it. But what about people who can't, can't afford to get some surgery yeah. done? Or people who just aren't ready for it. You know, you need to be happy with you. Right. right. You know what? I didn't hate myself because I look like a turkey walking around. You didn't look like, <laughs> you a, didn't look turkey. like a turkey. Yeah, I look like a friggin' turkey. I didn't hate myself, and I didn't hate myself when I was 140 pounds heavier. Right. But I knew that for many reasons, including health reasons, I needed to get, get that taken care yeah. of. Right, and the you chin, did. The chin thing was more of a... Cosmetic. Cosmetic yeah. thing. Well, yeah. that's like my breast reduction. I did it for a lot of reasons. One, my back was killing me. Unfortunately, it didn't fix my back, which, you know, that's the risk you take. But also, I, you know, I wasn't comfortable in my own skin when I would put on a shirt and it was too tight. I was like, oh, I, I wasn't comfortable. And it was something I'd wanted to do for a long time. Once my kids were old enough where I wasn't lifting them constantly, I felt like it was the right time to do it. I so, felt the same way when I got my penis reduction. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable walking around with that all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That when I got it, sure. I feel so much better. Now I hear. Now it's microscopic. <laughs> right. It's like, where is that? Not only do you need a microscope, it's almost like you need a telescope. To find it. <laughs> anyway, but yes. y- you got to remi- remember, if you have something about that going on about your body that you don't like, it doesn't define who you are. It's right. just a small small part of you exactly uh, like your froggy's wiener right very small part of him but when you had big boobs that you felt yeah. were bringing you down and making your back hurt you didn't let that define who you were as a person no not at okay. all but it i you know i was very confident in my own skin but it was something that you were self-conscious i, I was about. self-conscious about it I, i've watched interviews of me talking to celebrities and I've, i see them not looking in my eyes there's mm-hmm. one person in particular. The only thing he did the whole interview was look at my chest. Tell who it was. Come on, let's no, go. I'm not going to tell who it was. But and so I'm like, this is. I mean, come on. And everyone in the room after the interview said he didn't look at your eyes once. You know, and I wanted that to stop. Oh, I know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think I knew who it was too. But anyway, we got to move on. Hey, I have a whole list of other things we need to get to, but we don't have time. Okay. So let's get out of here. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank after you. Elvis, Froggy, thanks for being uh, here with us. Thanks for letting me be had. Give Danielle a happy birthday kiss. Aww, happy birthday, Danielle. Dang. Kiss her, kiss her. Oh, look at the love. And I love you. <laughs> love you guys. Maxie, Maxie says bye. bye. We'll see you next time. This is iHeartRadio's After Elvis. 